Good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. Hold things very, very loosely. I woke up this morning and God said, get on here and thank everybody for interceding for you. Thank everybody who helped quicken and sharpen you. The same goes for you releasing unto them. Because iron shoppers iron and every joint supply. So from my end to yours, thank you so much. From my end to yours, I am so grateful. From my end to yours, I am so fired up. From my end to yours, I am so equipped. From my end to yours, I stir myself up. From my end to yours, I'm coming up higher. From my end to yours, my ways are passed away. From my end to yours, I embrace God's ways. From my end to yours, I am searching about my walk. From my end to yours, I'm searching about my spiritual development. From my end to yours, I'm not, I am not playing around with the purpose. Hallelujah. From my end to yours, I am satisfied of who I am and what God is doing. He's doing much more. There's nothing God cannot do. If I focus too much on the future, I'm going to take my focus over being glad in the present. Because the present would keep my feet walking towards the future. So I'm glad in where I am. I thank God I'm not where I was. And I'm grateful for where I currently am. We will make mistakes because we're human. But all the glory, all the honor, all the praise belong to God. Don't focus there. Focus on all the glory. Focus on all the glory. Focus on all the glory. Focus on all the praise. All the praise. All the praise. All the praise belongs to him and only him. Hallelujah. I thank you so much for tuning in. Being tuned. Being available. Being opened. Being ready, being an intercessor, being a sister, being a brother in Christ, being a believer, being a worshiper, giving thanks, giving praise, interceding for me and my family. Because as for me and my house, Jesus, we shall serve the Lord. I thank you for being in my personal space. I thank you for God using you to see my secret place by hearing my secret place because you have eyes to see. You don't have to physically see in order to see a heart of a servant. Hallelujah. And that is also you. I thank God I am greater. I am greater because greater is he. Hallelujah. I'm an overcomer because I have victory. So do you. Waking up to God doing a whole new thing. A new thing. God told me this morning, don't take no poster, don't take no nothing. Just take your bag and, and create. I even got one that you put on your back, you know, one of them cute backpack purses, ladies, just so my hands could be free. Because just holding a, a purse, you know, it's not one of your hands is not going to be free. And God wants us to be free to move however he wants us to. And God even said, I want you to wear a dress. Wear a beautiful dress. Matter of fact, wear that dress. And I want you to go downtown D.C. and just begin to intercede. 
See, sometimes God is saying, you know, be heard physically or just intercede. It's not silent. It's very sharp. God will have us to go out however he want us to. Just be the used vessel to be obedient to do so. Because today it's just me just interceding, just walking around. And for those who don't know me, who I'm coming in contact with and encounter me, may not even know what I'm doing. But they spirit man do. And I thank God for you interceding with me. That's what God had me to do. So thank you for your prayers regarding what I'm doing today. Off the early morning. When I get off here, I'm going out. Spend a couple of hours praying and interceding wherever God had my feet to go downtown. And then come back home. Hallelujah. It is not a goodbye. It's not the end. It's the beginning. Be glad in it because God used you to help me grow and use me to help you grow. All of that just by listening. God had you to listen. You wasn't able to see me. You were able to hear me. Hear my heart. Hear my thoughts. Concerning how I feel about God and how I feel about you. Thanking God for what I've been delivered from. So boldly confessing. Greatly giving praise for God's new thing. He's always doing a new thing. Our thoughts are out of it. Our ways are out of it. Right now, what you just stepped into was a lifetime with clarification of lady wisdom. My insides became gold. That's how rich wisdom is. On this level, it's like you don't have to say much. You don't have to do much. Even though God does the work, but I mean as a vessel, because I just walked through a door and it symbolizes revival. Because inside this door is nothing but you being surrounded by fire, but it cannot touch you. But the fire is nothing but the presence. Holy Ghost fire. And I'm not even walking on my own two feet. Christ is carrying me. The fire of God is the wisdom of God. The fire of God is the strength of God. The fire of God is the mercy of God. The fire of God is the kindness of God. The fire of God is the love of God. The fire of God is the joy of God. The fire of God is the peace of God. The fire of God is the generosity of God. The fire of God is the sovereignty of God. The fire of God is the presence of God. The fire of God is the weight of God. The fire of God is the 
love of God. The fire of God is the word of God. The fire of God is who God is. The fire of God is knowing that God is. The fire of God is having no other gods before him. And the fire of God is embracing the wisdom of God to know that there is no other God before him. And I am glad in it. I am glad in it. The peace of God passes all understanding. The peace of God, not as the world give, but as Christ give unto us, be given from our Father. The peace of God keeps us glad in it. The peace of God have us to rejoice in the midst of. The peace of God cause us to praise beforehand. The peace of God see things from his point of view, knowing that all things work together for our good. The peace of God knows How to understand God's ways, understand God's thoughts, understand God's vision, understand how God moves. The peace of God keeps us still, keeps us stable, keeps us reminded, keeps us remembering. Keeps us knowing we are restored. Keeps us knowing we have been redeemed. Jesus, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We say it with our peace. We say it with the peace of God. The might of God. The might of God. Keeps us standing. In the midst of whatever's on every side. Keeps us from feeling forsaken. Keeps us feeling like we don't know what's going on and we have to find out. Keeps us from complaining. Keeps us in a place where we stir ourselves up. Knowing that we always win. Knowing that there's always a way of escape. Knowing that God is who he say he is. Knowing that nothing blocks our God by surprise. Knowing that God is who he say he is. Therefore, nothing, 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 no one can ever overtake you. No weapon form, no weapon form, no weapon form shall ever prosper. If God ever show you a vision of a screech owl, that's the presence, the divine presence of wisdom. Because what does an owl do? It be alert to watch. And the owl see more when? At night and darkness. Able to discern. Able to be so intuitive. Able to be so slow to speak and quicker to hear. Able to stay down. And assist of laying at his feet. And knowing that's how we come up higher in him. By lowering ourselves. Knowing that we're not in this for no bragging points. But we benefit as to being the vessel. And being glad to be the vessel. But all the glory, all the glory, all the glory and the honor belongs to him. Hold things loosely. 
so many shifts are taking place. And in different areas of our lives, that's why so many seasons for you and I for different things. What I'm in a season for, you may not be. You may already walking in the fulfillment of that season that I'm currently preparing for. But know that every step, every step is ordered according to that word. According to you. Because you are the living word. So how do we bring his word to pass as we are his living word to bring to pass? It's by simply following after him. We don't have to figure out anything. Try to put our hands to anything. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what we need. Joy. The things that are everlasting. I release a greater weight of God's love. Of God's joy. Of God's peace. Of God's patience. Of God's kindness. Of God's generosity. Of God's faithfulness. Of God's gentleness. And God's self-control. God has a lot of self-control. We don't know how to control ourselves. He stands there so patient, so kind, so generous, and wait till we give it back over to him so he can finish what he already started. He's a redeemer of time, but you are still here as being aged to your time of being here. You may not look like you in your 60s or 70s, but that is your age. And I am not going to play around with my age of time being here. Even though things are being restored. But some things we could have already had. At that time. In that age. But he do restore. Be glad in the restoration. I start with myself. To sum up what I'm saying about restoration. Enjoy and endure. Embrace wisdom so much more during the restoration. So we can have things beforehand and receive them as they are manifesting fully in our lives. Get a vision, receive due to a dream, an encounter, miracle sign, and wonder. Believe it, receive it, Go through the necessary steps for the full manifestation. Don't get in the way and waste time and have God to redeem it back again by restoring it back again. We learn from that. I know I did. So serious about God's seriousness regarding his plan for my life and also his plan for your life. You are connected to me. I am connected to you. I just feel like praising God. Jesus. My God. (laughs) My God. You're going to have me downtown praising God. Bid unto me. Oh, God. Jesus. Oh, God. (laughs) We cannot be ashamed. We cannot be afraid. Because whatever God used us to do is set others free. I'm trying to tell you. Hallelujah. 
Yes, I am bold, but God would take our boldness to a whole nother level. Like for example, he will have you in the midst of wherever it's all quiet and you know, calm and collect. And God might have you to jump up and just shout, praise ye the Lord. And you're like, oh my God, did I just do that? And what happens when you do that? Causes them to praise too. Because the power in your words just shifted the atmosphere for change. And that's what needs to happen everywhere we go. Change. But we have to be led to do how God wants us to. You cannot do how God has Quenisha to. I cannot do how God has him to. Hallelujah. Praise ye the Lord. Today is a very, very tangible day. Because a year, a little bit over a year, God had me to get on here. And he began the process of his finished work in my life. And I had two audiences. We started out as one totally on social media. And it got me to take it off. And God said, you know, he began to say different things about, you know, taking it off of social media. He had it more private, more personal. And they said, you know, I'm start talking about preparing for this. I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? And I started feeling ways I'd never felt. And that audience heard it all. I don't regret anything. I gave you the best that I got regarding what was exposing, being exposed unto me. Seriously, God. <laughs> and I thank God for every audience. You heard some of what they heard and they heard some of what you heard. It's all good. God taught me not to be embarrassed. God taught me not to strive for perfection in a sense of behavior, but perfection meaning to be like him, to know that it's grace-based and not behavioral-based. But like Paul said, it doesn't mean to run wild and out of self-control. Wise is he who knows he's covered under grace, by grace, through Christ we're saved, not of ourselves, and know how to conduct ourselves as to being Christ-like. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. To get on here this morning to say, I feel good. I feel God all over me. It was a song. God is not dead. He's still alive. I feel him in my hands. I feel him in my feet. I feel him all over me. Waking up feeling more of God all over me. Knowing that I'm holding things so loosely. God said, get up and give a farewell to the Rise and Shine podcast particularly, specifically. Hallelujah. It's not the end to me. It's not the end to you. It's only the beginning. There are some things that God will close the door to open up a new one. But you got to be willing to take that risk. Hallelujah. Gotta be willing to take that risk. I love you so much. 
I thank God for you so much. We are all on the rise. I'm not going to try to size up anything. I don't have to. God is the one who dresses up our lives with his glory, his presence, his majesty. I don't have to exaggerate anything. You got What you got out of me was honesty, sincerity, loyalty, dedication, expressing myself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Thanking God for deliverance and testifying over things throughout the years, even my upbringing. I don't have any skeletons in my closet. I don't have any skeletons, period. Because skeletons are dead bones. I'm carrying Ezekiel on the inside of me. Causing bones to rattle. Cause them to come alive again. I need you. And not just need you, I want you in my life how God have you to be. You are clearly invited. I love you. Thank you for everything. It would never be forgotten. Great is your reward. It's already written down. Every time you listen, every time you intercede, anything that you think to me, it's already written down in my last book of life regarding you. And I thank God for your book that you have for you. And I signaturize every book right now. From beloved. I am the beloved. Because I love in return. Hallelujah. I am also be kind. I am also be generous. I'm also be peaceful. I'm also be patient. I'm also be faithful. I'm also be gentle. I'm also be self-control. Because it's shown back in return. I thank God that he set this day aside for me. And I'm excited about it. I am ready. 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 Ready, 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 ready. God say, do you promise to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you me? I do, Father. Are you willing to go any further? So much more further than where you currently are right now because of me? I do, Father. Any further than this, and even further than that, even further than that, <laughs> even further than that, even further than that, even further than that, you can say that a lifetime. Yes, Father. At any time, are you aware at any time? Yes, Father. Are you holding things loosely? Yes, Father. Are you glad in it? Yes, Father. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. I have been redeemed, Father. 
never be ashamed of the gospel. And the thing is, guys, we're not ashamed of the word. A lot of times we show an act of being ashamed to be bold to release it. But you know what helps me? Nothing no one can do to me to cause me to not believe in what I'm saying. No matter if you laugh or tell me to be quiet. And if you go to some of those YouTube videos that was over 10 years ago, 2007, something like that, about 10 years ago, 2010, 2009, like eight years ago, videos that have been uploaded from other people. And there are some people that was like, I wish she'd sit down. There she go again. And the thing is, we tend to laugh. Our first response is to laugh. It's nothing funny. We got to know God's sense of humor concerning things. What's funny about it? What's funny about being rejected? What's funny about somebody being rude and obnoxious? But then want to turn around and say, Lord, help me. Lord, I need you. Or I'm blessed and highly favored. How does it look for someone to say, I'm a Christian, but I don't want to hear what you got to say about Christ. I'm a believer of God, but I'm a Baptist, so I just believe in the baptism of John, baptizing Christ, but not receiving the full manifestation of Holy Spirit because I won't confess that Jesus is Lord. I'll just only say he's a prophet, but don't believe what he prophesied about because he prophesied that he is the Messiah. Is that serious? We have religions who only live in the old covenant. The resurrection is in the new covenant, Jesus. The communion is in the new covenant. Resurrection power is in the new covenant. A fresh revelation is in the new covenant. That's why it's so important to go forth. How God have us too. We got those religious who just mention God and they take, I am a jealous God in a sense not to mention Christ's name because they think that you're taking the glory off of him, putting it on Christ. But if you believe Christ, if you confess that Christ is the son of God, heaven is afforded unto you. That's what Christ said. We cannot take God's word and put in our own theology, in our own translation. And we got religions who praise idols, symbols. We got some not even aware they're in a religion who praise money, the lust of the world. Many of us go nuts to have the things of the world. The world's way of fame. The world's way of fortune. And all you see is a dressed up person who's unhappy because there is no love. There is no joy. There is no peace. It's only pretending for the camera. And that's why many of them pop pills all the time. If you look at a before picture of many of these celebrities and rappers today and look at an after picture, you will see how the world would dress you up to be. 
I'm not going to mention no names. I was about to. But that's not right. So I won't. We don't put nobody out there. That's not what we ever do. But you know the celebrities that come to your mind who you know look totally different than how they look now. It's always better before. And many of the people take pills and I do the research and God had me to research it and investigate. It's because they say of the famous lifestyle. They try to, you know, keep up with the famous lifestyle. Because you're there, quote unquote, prospering based off people's opinions. So if they feel like you need to do this or do that, and that's how you get your income due to people. And if you start losing the ratings and they go to somebody else who's doing what they ask, still now you have people telling you who you are. And a lot of them can't take it. It look good on the camera. But you never see behind the camera. And when you see behind the scenes, even that's dressed up. A celebrity, the son of his mother just went home, what, last week or this week, a couple of days ago, at a bowling party that she really didn't want to go to, but her friend... It was her friend's birthday, and she begged her, well, she's 31 years old, and she begged her, come to my birthday party. You're my friend. I want you to be there. I don't really want to go, but I'll go. Not even knowing this, that's her last day on earth. Went to the bowling alley and got into a dispute with a guy over a bowling ball. And to a lot of people, it seems so petty, a bowling ball. To a lot of people, it's the principle. A lot of people don't know how to handle embarrassment. A lot of people don't know how to handle being called out or being yelled at or talked to disrespectfully around other people. So they retaliate. Who are you to talk to me like that? People laughing at me. People, you embarrass me by coming at me like that. Oh, you got to die. He waited out there in rage for 20 minutes. And how we know it's been 20 minutes? Because the woman, the victim, called her mother. And said, the guy out here waiting for me. And he'd been out here for 20 minutes. So that means you watched him leave out. Because it was that close for the place to close. So the place closed at 10. So he must have left out at 940. You got 20 minutes to leave, before, you know, the premises. So you must have left during the closing of hours. And he was right there waiting for you. At night, in a vehicle. Not caring who see, not caring who know, because he's so filled up and bound by that much of rage, of evil doing, that he had no room to allow any good spirit talk him out of it, any angel that's with him talk him out of it. Because everything of God is not a force. You have to want it. You have to want to calm down in order to receive a better answer, to have a better outcome. But if you want to, you know, retaliate, if you want to be violent, if you want to be disrespectful, then go right ahead because God's not going to stop you. But that will be your reward, whatever you reap, that you shall have. Because everybody know that you were the one she was arguing with in the place. So now, 
everyone know who the suspect is. Not even thinking about your children, if you have any, your family members. Not thinking about nobody but yourself. Waited 20 minutes, not caring who around. Soon as she got out the door, shot her right up. Her mother's still on the phone, and all she can do is hear her daughter yelling and screaming, and her friend yelling, Mom, she can't breathe. She's not breathing. A lot of people are prematurely going home due to violence because they don't know how to be slow to speak. You can't have all that mouth. You can't have the attitude, F this, F that. If it's my time, it's my time. So you lay your life down? And they want to blame God. He called my child home. Oh God, no he did not. You laid your life down. He will not call you home without you first fulfilling your assignment. Because he wouldn't say on earth as it is. And you are committed in the kingdom. So, so shall it be here in the earth. You are faithful at what you do because you're just like your father for he is faithful at what he does. So why did you lay your life down? Hallelujah. Seriously. A lot of people getting shot up and stabbed up. And sometimes they give you a silent death. For those who take pills, want to pop perks and Oxycontin and, you know, opioids. Drink a lot. People putting things in drinks. They see, they, it seems as if it's less mess to clean up after the, you know, the scene. Giving people opioids. Lacing their things with opioids. And it's a small percentage of a chance that you will, you know, make it out of that. Majority of the time it's a guaranteed overdose. Watch what you say to people. And walking with God, we should already say what he has to say. How he say things. And not of our own. We have to learn how to control our temper. A lot of us blow up. We all been there. Even road rage on the road. You can be beeping the horn to alarm somebody to get over in their lane and they beeping it back. Don't you tell me how to drive. Many people fought because of that, ended up in jail because of that. People going to different jobs and different restaurants, shooting up the place because of rage. Listening to the demonic forces that everybody hates me. Nobody loves me. I'm a loner. I don't need nobody. I kill anybody. And the world substitutes don't help. It makes it worse. 
you feel a rage and you drink alcohol, what you think you're going to do? Retaliate. You smoke and then do what? Years ago, even I'm talking about my mother's, and even, you know, in the early 90s, my mother's growing up, you know, they called it grass or whatever. We wasn't as, we wasn't as potent as it is today. It's so tampered with. I'm not saying it was ever okay to do, but now these days, you know, back in the day, they smoke weed to calm down or to feel relaxed, feel mellow. Now people smoking to feel violent. Too many chemicals, too many, you know, it's causing you to feel more angry. They got all kinds of things. Loud gas. Something called CBD. If I'm saying it right, CDB, whatever one it is. And then they tell you that smoking is bad, so why don't you vape? Why don't you get a hookah pipe? If you don't want the quote unquote smoke, so won't you inhale vapor instead? That's like drinking 10 sodas and eating 25 cough drops. Hallelujah. Now we got flavor. How many tobacco stores you see now? Just like liquor stores? They even selling weed in a tobacco store. You just got to put your own whatever that substance is to make you high on it. All kinds of things like that. Got all kinds of pills. You want to feel like a monster? You want to feel like a lion? Then take this lion pill. We even got something, for those who don't have enough money to buy weed, we got something called Scooby-Doo. I thought Scooby-Doo was an innocent cartoon growing up till I was an adult and watched it. All they did was go to haunted places. A lot of ghosts was present. That's why Scooby was so scared. Not even aware. Now they got something that, you know, Scooby-Doo. We got Scooby-Doo. And they got something called Blackout. They got a little weed called Blackout. Only what, $5? $2 even. Full or whatever. Blackout. And you will see people on the street. Blackout. And it takes hours to calm down off of it. And you have to be restrained. And who wants to be restrained when you feel like you can pick up a building? They plays with your mind. Have you thinking that you're crazy and you're going out of control to then you might try to take an officer's gun. Now they got to shoot you. There was a guy who smoked a dipper. I was on my way to work on North Capitol Street, downtown D.C hear this and what happened was I just saw him taking his clothes off and everybody was crowding and walking looking like you know it's a disgrace 
And he had a girl with him who said she was his sister. She said he did too much. I told you to stop smoking that boat. And I just stood not looking at him, but I stood turned away from him, you know, making sure he don't do nothing to hurt himself. Because he looked like he was just scared, not violent. He wasn't violent, he was just scared. And I was like, put your stuff on. Can you help your brother put his clothes on? God didn't have me to leave. I won't go anywhere God won't have me to be. I have to be graced to do whatever. And God had me to, he was gracing me to be there. And the police were called. And I had some of my coworkers looking at me like, yeah, they got your name written all over it, Q. We believe that God had you do that because you won't do nothing if God won't have you to do it. Just be careful. And God made sure I wasn't even late for work. But his presence had to be there because the police came and they was doing too much. They put the, uh, whatever, them things, the Chinese nunchucks, whatever you call it, try to wrap it around his neck. Come on, man, you don't have to do all that. You already got him in handcuffs. Try to put something on this man. He's out here, no clothes, and you're doing all this. Come on, come on, come on. And I begin to pray. And his sister said, don't. It was going to knock him out, like, you know, put him in a um, chokehold to knock him out so he could, you know. And she said, don't do that because he may not wake up because he suffered from seizures a lot. So they didn't. They handcuffed him and took him in. And I was not going to leave. They didn't take him to the hospital. I mean, take him to the police, you know, precinct. They took him to the hospital. It was an ambulance game. And those cops that were there was not with him when he went. And I was so glad because they were doing way too much on purpose. If it wasn't for his sister yelling out to everybody to hear that he suffered seizures, so don't knock him out. They kept trying to choke him out so he could pass out and they, you know, easily to manage him because he's asleep. And you could feel that they were so thrilled to do what they were doing. But we cannot be rude and yell out things because it doesn't help the atmosphere. Our positive words is what shift the atmosphere. If we feed negativity with negativity, it's going to be getting more negative. Hallelujah. So everybody there was being very, you know, supportive to the guy and the officers. And when they pulled him away, his sister, you know, was happy about it. And I see this man every, you know, once in a while. He have no idea. I'm that woman who stood right there in front of you being used by God to bless you. And guess what? You don't have to know. Just thank God that you're still here. I know you know that. 
God spares us so much. Even in our in the midst of us doing wrong things on purpose, he still shows us favor. By having that very thing to cause us to fall, God will have it to cause us to prosper. So before I get off here, let me say I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening in, for tuning in. The best is here. More to come. More is here. (laughs) And more to come. I'm so excited. Nothing but lady wisdom in such a way I never embraced God's wisdom so much that it's nothing but revival, Holy Ghost fire. You're walking in fire. Holy Ghost fire. Being consumed with fire. That's what I'm seeing the vision. Being consumed with fire. You're walking in. The tunnel became fire. You're surrounded by fire in this tunnel. And you're not even walking anymore. Christ is carrying you. Coming out untouched. I'm so excited. I will not hide it. I love you so much. It's my time for now. (laughs) Thank you, Father, for this Arise and Shine podcast. I know it's more to come, but for this specific podcast, it's at the end, (laughs) which is really the beginning of a beautiful, beautiful time spent with you on a higher level. I thank you. For every time you woke me up and had to learn how to get up, (laughs) I got up though. (laughs) Sometimes I fell asleep. It was two different types of audiences. And even though some of you heard theirs and some of them heard yours, it still was, you know, I was addressing two different audiences. Because everything is not for everybody. But just see yourself being favored because you are a listener. God had me to take it off of social media because he knew it was going to cause me to take a turn. Hold something, hold it loose. Hold things loosely because you're about to take a turn. <laughs> It went from just straight talking to one audience to wait, hold on, what's happening here? Hold on. It just came upon me like a day of Pentecost. Our Holy Spirit fell upon Peter and them like that. Just came upon me. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's this? What's this? <laughs> Father, <laughs> you didn't tell me anything. <laughs> you didn't tell Peter and them either. Some things you just love to just demonstrate. Thank you. <laughs> like Peter and them, thank you. Peter went from denying Christ. That wasn't the end of Peter's testimony. Don't you dare stop right there because Peter is listening. In the kingdom, even inside of you in the kingdom. He's listening. That's not where his testimony ended at. Denying Christ. He prospered him from being a fisher of men to being a fisher of men. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Peter cared about fishing more than he was supposed to. He loved it. God wanted him to enjoy it. Christ said, take take some of what you caught and bring it here. Peter bought all of it. That's how you know Peter, the one who had the fish, he's making sure. You saw, come up, guys. We can't let this fish go away. We got to create its net. Christ said, bring some. Peter bought all. 
And that's why Christ said to Peter, do you love me more than these? We got to really hear the, the, the words, I must say song, the words. He would not refer these to us. He would consider us being them, not these. These is referring to things. You understand? And not a person. When we use these in a sentence, it's these what? We're regarding another person. These people. He wouldn't just say these. He's referring to the fish. Do you love me more than this fish? No. Do you love me more than this fish? No. Feed my sheep. Do you love what I call you to do more than what you are doing naturally here? That's like Quenisha. God had me work with children, young children, for a little over 15 years. That's not my purpose, but it prepared me for my purpose. Do you love working with these children more than going to preach the gospel to my children? Then feed my sheep. For those who like to cook, do you love culinary art more than feeding my people spiritual food? Then feed my sheep. Come on, somebody. For those who are married, do you love your spouse more than your very own bridegroom? Then feed my sheep. Come on, somebody. For those who, you know, work in the financial department, do you love this money more than Give it into my kingdom. Sowing your times. Do you? More than speaking about spiritual knowledge, spiritual richness, spiritual wealth, which is introducing them to lady wisdom. Who's calling for them? They feed my sheep. Hallelujah. It's my time for now, guys. I have to go downtown DC. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I love you. Greater is he who's in us. Greater is he who's in us. Greater is he who's in us. Hey, greater is he who's in us. Oh, y'all ready to party? Yeah. <laughs> greater is he who's in us than he's in the world. Thank you guys so much for everything. The best is here. Let God do everything. Stay out of it. I start with myself. Stay out of it. But when your life is not your own, you are out of it. But the amazing part is it that the old you is out of it. The new you benefit from it. You understand? Thank God for his benefits. Do not forget the benefits, my God. How can we forget? How can we forget, my Lord? Greater seeds in us again. Greater seeds in us. He who is in the world. I love you. I'm just going to say, Selah, to every episode. Thank God it's available. You want to hear whatever. It's a little bit of this with a little bit of that, a little bit of everything. My God. And whatever God had me to take off, I did. That was way back. Everything on there is the key. It is what it is. My preparation, my testimony, my deliverance, my growth. <laughs> you understand? My relationship with God, my love concerning you. I thank you. Greater season us than he's in the world. See y'all. <laughs> I love you.